good morning, afternoon, or evening. Please delete as appropriate. Hello there. You are listening to Material, episode 175, and I am Andy Anatko. And I'm spooky Florence Ion. And listen, I realize that this is going up after Halloween, but I just felt that I would do my last Halloween hurrah. Although technically when we're recording this, you are already on the side of November 1st. Yeah, but they they're probably they probably need something to listen to as they scrape egg encrusted toilet paper off the sides of their houses. So Right. I have to say I'm glad the kids are are still doing that. You know, like keep keep the old the old shenanigans alive because if that's all we have so long as it's anyway. still within the realm of shenanigans. I don't exactly. I don't think you can be faulted for shenanigans. It's when Precisely. Yeah. I do want to just offer a quick little bit of advice. <laughs> oh my god, this <laughs> sounds rude. I'm sorry. I don't mean to sound rude. Listen, I don't want to sound rude. But I do want to say that I have an idea that I would like to pitch to the Nest and Google team, which is that tonight when I had trick or treaters, of which I actually had many and I felt very happy for this. What I did is I put a Google Home in the window and I was playing scary sounds through Spotify and then I had like red lights and downstairs and like a skeleton in the window. I, you know, I tried really hard to keep it on theme. But every time somebody ring the doorbell, the Google Home would get interrupted for what it was streaming and go, someone's at the door. And I tried to turn it <laughs> off in the Nest app, but it didn't work. And so my suggestion is why not have it say like, Happy Halloween or spooky or there's some ghoulies at the door or something like that. You know, like that is a missed opportunity for some real holiday delight. Well, it, it was technically a disembodied voice echoing through your house. So that's kind of Halloween ish. Well, I felt I also I have to just be honest. I felt very weird having like my neighbors come over and then having like my AI like blast through the window from inside my house. Like it just felt really like, hey guys, <laughs> nice to meet you and the children. <laughs> meet me and my robots, <laughs> which there are many. And by the way, yes, I do have a surveilled photo of your child right now stored in the cloud. <laughs> Somewhere in Albuquerque, New Mexico, there's a server with a picture of your child on it. See, that's another scary thing that, that they've given you for Halloween. You, you, have, you uh, Imagine like they walk up the driveway and the first thing they see is like one of those little attention notices. Like you find like when like a reality <gasps> show is operating in the bar, say, attention, a, 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 a streaming video is being operated oh, here no. on this property. Your, 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 your uh, presence on this property commences your willingness, your, your agreement to have your voice likenesses and whatever used in perpetuity in anything, marketing materials, any advertised materials or commercial product created by 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 FlowCorp or its subsidiaries or their future receivers. If I ever file for a company name, I'm definitely going to use FlowCorp, and I will I will credit you. <laughs> That's FlowCorp by Andy. For, fortunately, <laughs> fortunately I, I, I have a name. I have a Slavic name that ends in KO, so I am I am a not corp. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Ooh, that that's good. I, I had I you know Google products did nothing but help me tonight uh, because because of my nest cam, I could see uh, trick or treaters like heading up to the door. Uh, and because of the Google assistant, I could ask the the assistant to turn off all the lights to pretend that I'm home uh, well before they got uh, they got anywhere close. So as a result, I've got seven bags of mini snickers and didn't hand out any of them. Wow. No, no, I'm wow, sorry. Wow, wow. I'm sorry. I see it now. Uh, unfortunately, you missed out on true childhood joy, Andy. Because do you know how many smiling, cute little faces I saw tonight when they saw that I was giving them organic 
<laughs> candy corn, organic. They were like, mom, dad, I know you're going to let me eat this tonight because this lady gave it to me and it's organic. <laughs> you know, I can say there's one thing that's definitely better than childhood joy, almond joy. And I've got another two bags of those. Oh my gosh, the kids like the almond joys sold out like that. I was yeah. so surprised. I didn't know that the kids liked coconut in this day and age. You know, these new millennials, they're really uh they're really impressing they're, me. They're quite an underground. Well, I see I, I unfortunately now the, the place where I live, it's not like a trick or treating sort of place because it's sort mm. of like as instead they have like because there's so many businesses in the neighborhood, they have like ye oldie Halloweeny towny days D A Y Z E or whatever. Ah, yes. Where there are like horse, I love those ha- things, haunted, by the way. haunted hay rides. Sucker. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and all the businesses have like little bowls of candy. And unfortunately, I was in New York that day, so I couldn't even like pretend to be a business. I I, I couldn't even like say you could well, be a nut corp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> have your business card stapled to each no, no, piece no, of candy it, it has to be a treat so it would be like an anot corp mouse pad or 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 or, uh, or like a, a screen protector it's not corp screen protector one of those sponges that when you get it wet it like puffs up and in the shape of the of the logo oh, really and how many platforms were you planning on uh on supporting because uh, that feels like a really <laughs> there's a lot of android phones out there Andy. <laughs> saying that's uh, okay. I'm going to be doing it as a JavaScript applet. So as long as they have a okay. compliant browser, they could use mm-hmm. those uh, not corp discount coupons uh, for any of my consulting or writing services. See, this is not they, an ad for not. No, no. <laughs> I, <laughs> You're going to have to start paying us. Okay, I need to. I, I, need, I need to turn off the the <laughs> comedy here. What I uh, the house I lived in for ten years, uh, the last house, I was uh, for, from year one onward, full size bars. A variety of full-sized bars. Wow, what happened to your Halloween spirit? Full-sized bars for 10 years. See, the thing is, again, because of where I live, if I want to hand out trick-or-treat candy, I I have to like go to the audience. And basically, a middle-aged mm. man chasing after kids, offering them candy, <laughs> no, not a good visual not. from, let's say, 1982 onward. So. Uh, yeah. Well... Maybe, you know what? I'll, I'll figure something out next year, maybe. Yes. Like, uh, I like, will say I'm entering this podcast with a lot more joy than I usually do because I did suck out the joy of a bunch of adorable children tonight. So thank you to everyone who brought their <laughs> children to my door. Thus restoring your youth for another year. <laughs> hey, precious, precious childhood joy. Until these young it little chubby me. faces <laughs> with their little pink cheeks. <laughs> anyway, well, no, I, I, I see. Not only do I give, not only do I give the kids full size bars, I am also probably one of a very few grown ups who will recognize their costumes. Like I, I've another thing I'm taking pride in is that if you're wear, if you come to, if you came to my house dressed as Link, I will say, "Oh my God, what a great Link costume!" I will not say, "Oh look, you're Hermie the Misfit Elf." Oh, that's no, cute. but I said, "Oh look, it's Zelda," and they were like, "No, I'm not Zelda," and I'm like, "Oh, that's right, you're Link." And then I thought his mom was Zelda, and she's like, "No, I'm Princess Peach," and then I'm like, <laughs> "Oh my God, just pick a franchise." <laughs> yes, it's, it's only gonna get harder because you know a lot of these video game kids are. are will soon be parents but i am a video game kid that's the thing it's like you i'm sorry to everyone out there i never really played zelda you're but see you're a 16-bit video game kid no i i i started on the nes i was 8-bit oh okay see (laughs) i was was throwing a little credit andy (laughs) mid 80s not late 80s Mm. 
anyway. <laughs> well, okay. So let's get let's let's get into other other yeah. spooky categories, <laughs> uh, such as the death of the Pixel camera app that I really, really, really liked for years and years and years, and which I used to say when I was the in hamburger. a snarky mood. Yeah, I, was, I, I could say, you know, why why. Why must the Apple camera app be so complicated and have so many things on it? And because uh, the features uh, uh, the features are like a spinning carousel that expects you to swipe left or right on the screen to switch from portrait mode to whatever mode to whatever mode. Uh, I'm always I'm taking out my pocket and I always find that I've just touched the glass just enough to so that I can't I I suddenly I'm I'm taking a, a, a slow motion video instead of the picture that I desperately wanted to take right now. and I missed the opportunity. And. Now Google decided to say, "Wow, that really is a, an off, a, a terrible design. Let's adopt it for our phone." And I know I, I didn't I didn't even notice it until uh, like this the recent trip to to New York because I guess I must have either unthinkingly upgraded it or upgraded in the background. But the fact that now you've got this carousel of lens blur, panorama, camera, video. And more. See, I think that should be camera, video, and then more. And then anything, if I want to shoot slow motion, I don't need first first order access to that. That's something that I probably have time to tap a button to reveal. But if I find myself, again, in panorama mode, so many, because panorama is right next to camera. Uh, I, I think the camera should at least be the most leftmost one. So at least, and video right next to it, so that at least there's no chance of my swiping left on it because it is the leftmost thing. And the number of times that I screwed up, I, or, or I didn't get a picture in time because it was on panorama mode. And then we can talk about how disappointed I am in panorama mode, which was another thing that I really, really liked about uh, the Google uh, Google camera way of doing things because the Google. What I liked about the Google Google camera mode was that uh, whether you're doing uh, panoramas uh, or like 3D photos, photospheres, it was it wants it's it's guiding you to take a series of discrete pictures. So if you if you've never had the opportunity to have a phone that could use this app, imagine that there are like invisible circles <laughs> arrayed with you from the left to the right. It's like an augmented reality thing where you just keep moving your camera until you see one of the hovering a hovering blue circle, and then you move your camera until that uh, hovering blue dot is within the circle target inside the middle of the screen. So I'm go gooping, meaning okay, great, you got that one. Now keep moving to find another one. I need another one to the left. To the, no, 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 my well, left. Photosphere still does that yeah but panorama doesn't and so so again if the first time i've tried to make a panorama it's trying to do the it's it's doing it the same way that uh, that uh, apple's app used to do it which is it's mm-hmm. asking you to take a continuous sweep of the environment just move just and keep it, moving instead of piecing to piecing it together yeah. which is the old way right and it keeps telling you that no you're moving too fast or it's too slow oh no move the camera up no move the camera down and I just don't like to be harassed that way. I'm so trying to take try, a picture. Try it with the photosphere mode, but only go across like in one in one motion because it still uses that mechanism. And see if you like the results you get from that. Uh, is, is, is the app going to scold me? Am I going to get an email from? No, I don't think so. Okay. But I will say that that's how I've been taking uh, panoramas with the Pixel 3 and... Sometimes they look weird, but I but I definitely get more 
detail in there. Okay. More content. Well, I got I, more bang I, for your buck. <laughs> I got to go out and try it because I've, I, I'm now I'm now in disgusted mode, so I'm not actually trying to try it, but I have to see how well it works. Mm-hmm. But the but the I, I, but I quickly found out another thing that I don't like about the that way of doing panoramas because um, I'm at the Apple event in New York yesterday uh, as we're as we're recording this, where they introduced the new iPads, the new MacBook Airs, and they have like the really long, 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 cool looking like demo table where people are kind of huddled around it like to right. the le- down to the left down to the right there's like a big line of uh, ipad pros and various levels of being t- very of tumbling. minimalist it, well, well it was it was it, it, it was the sort of thing that says hey andy take a panorama of me and so i start from the left i t- start taking my panorama and somebody who was just doing their job as a public event waits until oh, well, okay I, I'm, in my mind i'm going to say he saw me doing that and said i could be most disruptive if i wait for him to start the panorama and then like plant my big old head right to the right of him and get in his way so he can't complete the panorama now the old way of doing things I would not be uh, be insulting this person who had was taking no notice of me, nor should he have, uh, was simply doing what he wanted to do, which is what we're all doing, which was his right. Uh, I would simply have noticed that this person had moved in. I could stop right there, just keep holding the camera because it's waiting for me to move into position for, to take the next picture, waited for that person to leave the shot, and then continue. But no, I had to stop and start. Right. I'm this is this is just my uh, exhibit B in my case that. Uh, that I'm presenting that this is not the best way to do panoramas. So I'll, I will, uh, and this, by the way, I'm so sophisticated that I've managed to tell Google uh, and all the really, really intelligent engineers who thought a lot about this feature uh, that their feature really stinks without even actually having looked at any one of these completed uh, panoramas. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's rarefied air. Only when you get to my level of dignity uh, do you get to do that. So don't try this at home, kids. Okay. So what's this I hear about you using a Chromebook Pixel or a Pixelbook? Yes. Um, at the Apple event. Yes, I got the uh, – it came <laughs> – my uh, – this is this is not the Apple podcast I do, so I'm not going to be talking about how my MacBook Pro decided to spit on the bed to – Okay, but here's the thing, Andy. We talked about this. You put it out into the world. You mentioned it on more than one episode that if something had happened to your MacBook, you would have to think about getting a computer very quickly. And so you were like, oh, well, probably the Pixelbook. I could probably do with that. You know, it's like within the price range that's reasonable. And what happened? You put that out there. And what happened, Andy? Well, what what (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, technically, what I put out there was uh, an email to Google's Google PR, yes, say, saying that what with all the cool things that are happening with the Chromebook, I probably should like try try something more modern than the two or three year old Samsung I've got. Can you can you send me one that I can hold on to for for a few months? And it has it. Okay, so why are you implying that Google actually caused the SSD in my MacBook no. to fail? No, it's just like the the way. There's just a lot of interesting foreshadowing. If That's this no. were a movie or a right. book, this would be like the, it happened, oh my God, this is what he was afraid of. Like <laughs> the reader would be freaking out right now. Like, whoa. Well, I'll be honest, it really is what I'm afraid of and I'm terrified sorry. of. I haven't, <laughs> I'm sorry it happened. I'm I really know, sorry I, it happened oh, actually. Thank you. And I, I want you to know, like I feel bad that it happened to you because I know what that feels like. I have a lot of computer children myself and when anything happens to any of them, 
of course, like it sucks. It totally yeah. sucks. And it, you feel like a failure as a computer parent. <laughs> I totally get it. I know. Well, this, uh, hopefully this week, it happened during a time where I'm just too busy to deep, 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 try to diagnose and fix a problem. Right. So, for, so I've yeah. done all this. I've, I've done all the prodding at it from the outside uh, sort of solutions, which have all failed. So this weekend, I think I will have time to finally take it apart and see if maybe it's a loose cable or just take it out and swap it out with something else. I, I, I'm sure it's it boots fine off of an external drive, so it's not the computer itself. So I should oh, be able to just just uh, just swap it out. But uh, it did create a whole bunch of problems because again, if I'm too busy to like fix the computer, that means I'm way too busy to not have like my main laptop available to me. Uh, and as and luck as luck would have it, I it arrived like the same day it. Had the had that it had its it, that Jesus called it home, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, and actually it was a different trip to New York that I had to do. I was preparing for at the time, so I was had to be on a train three hours after it had that problem. But I said, you know what? I bet that if I if I open up that cardboard box from Google, I'll have a working working computer in twenty minutes rather than maybe being able to fix this in time. And, and you it, had a working computer in twenty minutes. Exactly, and it, exactly. You just you log in, and suddenly it's just like it's just like your browser with all the links yep. and all the stuff. It and then you just really, go really download great. this, download this, yep. download this. Okay. Physically, it was I only I've had experience with them before, but not like long term. But it helped me to appreciate once again. It's a really really well built like really super premium thing uh there's just if there's any plastic on this whatsoever it's very well hidden it really feels like uh for for a computer who's for a laptop whose minimum price is 999 dollars it really does look like an elite product so the keyboard is wonderful the screen is wonderful the hinge is great everything is great it's super super slim uh liking uh, liking, it, liking it a lot uh the only be- so <laughs> Uh, I would like to be able to say that that's the only con- – so because I was doing this, I had to go to New York for this Apple event and, and write notes during the event and write coverage afterward and be on a podcast uh, for two hours after that. Like, oh, I, I, all the only computer I needed was that Chromebook, and it all worked great. Uh, I wound up having to take the Chromebook plus my broken notebook, uh, MacBook – Plus an external SSD to boot the – Just boot the to do the thing. podcast? Yeah, because – I, and I don't know what has gone through Skype's mind, but whether you're using the web app or the Android app, which I downloaded, you ca- I cannot figure out, nor could I determine through support forums, that there was any way to tell it, hi, I've plugged in an external microphone. Could you please let me use the external microphone instead of the microphone that is built in? And I've, if you ever had, you ever had one of those things with an unfamiliar or new piece of technology where you waste ninety percent of your time because you're thinking, I must just be stupid here because there, there clearly must be a way to do this because it would be stupid. Andy, this if- has been my entire summer with Chrome OS. Yeah. In fact, I was just writing right before we got on. I'm working on a piece, uh, just trying to like think up of all the things that. Chrome is uh, Chromebooks are missing, and you're nailing it on the head. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like the ability to be able to do these two simultaneous tasks at the same time, and for some reason, it's like just super hard to do on the Chromebook. Yeah. Just like 
having a video call with you and then recording it on another line. Why is that oh, so well that, hard? Well, that see, that's that's different. It wasn't even trying to record it. It was. Oh, that's uh, right. You were just of, streaming, right? All, I'm just streaming. All I needed to do was find a way to get some audio that was better than. Couldn't just even do that. Couldn't. I couldn't. And and it wasn't until like I got to like my third or fourth document on the Skype support site. Official like fact is, on. Oh, unfortunately, the mobile version <laughs> no, of Skype for Android worst. doesn't support external microphones. Unfortunately, yet. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> you're not like the. F- I wish you were like the first, the first person to say this. Can't believe it either. Like, uh, this is not helpful to me. I remember putting on that tone when I was in customer service. Like, <laughs> well, unfortunately, there's nothing we I can do for you. <laughs> oh God, you're right. That would be awesome to get all your money back. Yeah. It's like- <laughs> <laughs> oh lord uh yeah. yeah well you know what this is so you ended up doing my experiment before i could get to it in a <laughs> sense actually because i still haven't tried to do the simultaneously dual doing thing um i'm still like tonight i was like oh should i do it tonight like i was feeling like brave and then i was like no it's halloween like i don't want to f- I don't want to worry about this. I want to be able to answer the door and see yeah. the cute little kids. <laughs> yeah, and, well, and uh, oddly enough, uh, I'm uh, I'm kind of bummed because there's. Oh, I'm sorry. Look, look just bef- before we even get a little bit off that. Otherwise, it worked just great. Loved it. Okay. People, people who worried about, whoa, but you're just using a web browser and know if you're not connected to the internet. Whatever. Well, I wasn't. I didn't really have internet inside the inside the opera house where uh, where Apple was doing the thing. But of course, you just using either either the web version or if I had the Android version offline. Worked perfectly fine. Great to type on. Was tiny in my lap. Other uh, 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 instead of my, having that tiny thing in my lap instead of uh, a big MacBook was that was very a big, light big plus. too. It's very a very light, light yeah. computer. Uh, I haven't. I haven't. I, I. I've started to worry about where I put it in my laptop bag, because it is looks sturdy as hell. It's but it's also thin as heck, and I'm worried about if I have it in the convenient zippered outside pocket that's like uh, bouncing against my leg when I'm walking with my my laptop bag. Am I going to have like a tiny little micro fracture there that's going to turn into a big spider web of sadness also- over time? When you squeeze it a little bit, like where the trackpad is, and it's when it's closed, and you squeeze it, like where the trackpad is, just a little bit, the trackpad will actually click. Mm. (laughs) Like front, like if you're squeezing the top part, which I, it's like how, because that's how I hold, I hold the notebook like a notebook, you know, when I'm carrying it around, so that's how I hold it, and I latch onto it, clasp it, so it doesn't fall out of my hands when I'm going down the stairs. And so sometimes I would accidentally like hit the, you know, hit the trackpad, hear the clicking, like ooh, that, hmm, (laughs) that's flexible. (laughs) Well, once so one of the one of the bits of sadness was uh, recalling that Chrome OS version seventy supposedly would make some of these problems kind of go away because uh, the, the last thing i tried was okay time to get serious the skype is also available f- f- for for linux so what if right. i download the linux app and install yes. it as a linux maybe the linux app will have the ability to choose external microphone and god god help me maybe even an external camera though i'd long since given up on that and uh, I installed a couple of Linux apps before, but for whatever reason, I found it difficult to download the right package and get it installed and then find it. 
but I know that, and I'm thinking <laughs> that, oh, if I had Chrome OS, I've I've got the package file right here, like in the in the in the in the navigator. If I could just double click it to open and install it, as I allegedly can do in Chrome OS 70. And there are all these articles online saying about how Google has released that, and it's being it's going out this week. And I kept refreshing, but it would not come. I'm still on Chrome OS 69. I am also still on Chrome OS 69. And like yesterday, I saw that um, Jason Howell at uh, All About Android that he had the new version, and I was just kind of like, <laughs> "Why does this always happen every time?" Every time I compare to another Chromebook, somebody is before me. <laughs> Always hurts my feelings. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a bummer. Uh, compared to Apple, which when they tell you that something is available for download, it's available for everybody all at once. And so it crashes because everybody's like, oh, I need it. But but at least you're crashing as a group. You don't feel uh, exactly. as though you were excluded from the group that was allowed Very to true. crash on the first day. Very true. That's all. Uh, that's all. I'm you feel saying. secure within that group. And not excluded. Uh, I anything else that you sort of like noticed using the Chromebook for a couple of days? I am just so excited about you having a Chromebook. I just want to talk your ear off about it. Can it be but... Chromebook, pal. <laughs> I, I, I got to say, I, uh, I'll give a really positive thing and a, and a negative-ish thing to balance things. Okay. Out. Uh, I it really made me feel silly for having my iPad Pro. Because of because of how I would because of how I use my iPad Pro and like the, mm -hmm. the role that this machine like has to fulfill for me, because I just realized how much I miss being able to get to get to my table in my my local coffee shop or at a diner, <laughs> and open a lid and have a working computer with a keyboard that is talking to the screen and vice versa. Uh, because it's there's a great I have a great keyboard with my iPad Pro love it to death but the process is take out the iPad take out the keyboard take out the little folding stand unfold the stand put the iPad on the keyboard <laughs> wake up the wake up the the iPad uh, turn on the Bluetooth keyboard press the button on the Bluetooth keyboard that says I'm going to be using it with the iPad wait for the blinky light to stop blinking and if it doesn't attach then figure out why it's not why it's not attached anymore. It's simple. It's it's most of the faults are with Bluetooth and with the fact that of course this is a tablet, not a notebook. But uh, and maybe I could get a, a a different keyboard whose name always slips my mind. But it's the one that's really really cool uh, that you can. It basically has its own like clip on hinge so that you can essentially permanently use your iPad or your Surface or your uh, new Cro uh, Chromebook uh, Slate uh, as a laptop. But I, that's not what I have right now. And the and uh, the first time that I was able to simply. <laughs> As usual, I sit down. I uh, I start to start working on my email or whatever it is that I'm writing or editing. The wait staff comes. I order my pancakes and, and a coke. They go away. I keep writing and writing. But when my pancakes arrive, I pick up the Chromebook. I fold it so that it's now just simply a a, a screen <laughs> that that that's that uh, has my comics and stuff I want to read. I place it in front of the plate and I eat while reading or watching the show. When I'm done and they take my plate away, I unfold it back into a laptop with a keyboard and then I continue on my merry way of writing it. That just that's just such a nice and natural way to go. And I know it's not exclusive to Chrome. I know it's a, something that works great on Windows machines too, but it's something that oh god, do I wish I could do that on uh, on my MacBook or on a or on an iPad Pro. I think we're going to make a convert out of you, Andy. Mm, I think we're going to make a convert out of you. I just it's just an absolutely fantastic platform even though it is not 
what I would call 100% complete, just or yeah. how I feel. I feel it is not 100% complete as a platform. I feel like it could be so much more, but I guess are Windows and Macs ever 100% complete? I mean, really, as humans, we're constantly iterating, and isn't software the same? <laughs> Yeah, kind of. I, I feel <laughs> I feel as though if you want something to, uh, if you want software, and I include operating systems and user interface, to work without any complications whatsoever, you still need to go with a, a desktop operating system like Windows or Mac OS. Uh, the OGs. With the, yeah. With the, with the iPad, I'm still dealing with, oh my God, I've got a file on this device. I just need to use it on my iPad. Why can I why can I not just simply put it on my iPad? This is why I don't mess with tablets. I just I right. would rather have seven laptops of varying sizes than have a tablet around the house that is just disappoints me. Who needs more disappointments in life, Andy? Come on. Oh. Aren't there enough? Well, spoke, <laughs> spoken like a non-comic book reader because reading reading a comic book on a, oh, on a you're laptop. Right. <laughs> that that's that's a little bit of sadness. As I it do is. read, excuse me, I do read graphic novels. There you go. <sighs> I just like to read physical copies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you no, like, you're right. You, you They're like, you way like better on the, the tablet. Yeah. yeah, and but uh, the the Chromebook has the same. It has its own foibles, such as again. Boy, even the iPad, I can plug in an external microphone, and because it's like a standard, like part of the OS system, I, uh, my apps can simply choose to use that microphone. But oh well, I guess it must be nice to have an iPad. Oh wait, I do. I just decided not to use it for this thing. Uh, the the other thing that that's super weird is, and I had, to, and it really took me by surprise, was there's a folder uh, called Downloads. Oh, Andy! I no, know. no, I, okay, but I no, want I, I, I want to, I want people I to know, get the full Lewis Black rant. <laughs> I know, I know, but, but you know but, me; but, I'm very reactive. But but, but thank you for absolutely <laughs> making this way more interesting for every reader, every listener, by thinking, "Oh God, it's a problem." All they had, to, all, he, all he had to say was downloads. Folder. Andy, I was literally just writing about this before we podcast. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so that's why I'm just like Bridget. Yep. Keep going. <laughs> so I've got so so I've got pictures on my camera. I want to put them into uh, into this Chromebook on the train on the way home. And so great, plug it in, and oh good, okay, it's mounting. I can see it right there. Uh, so I'll just copy all these into the pictures folder. And I couldn't drag it into the pictures folder. Nope. nope okay, maybe nope. maybe a documents or no, nope, nope. And so nope. what's wow? What's wrong? I can't. I, it seems like the again, there's a folder right there in the in the application that's for navigating and manipulating files. You would think that a pictures folder is it because they're raw files? When I try a JPEG, nope, not even a J. Okay, I wonder what. And then I keep looking and looking and looking, and I find out that the only folder that users actually have read and write and write access to is the downloads folder that would be correct and, Mr. I can, Andy. I can, and, I, and I can put a subfolder in there called my pictures or whatever it is or uh or google stinks for making me deal with this in this way uh but i can't uh, see and i think it's weird that i don't have right access to the pictures folder but i could see that there's like sandboxing and security reasons why they wouldn't want to do that but why call it downloads why why not just call it the user's stuff or it, you know my username say andy eyes stuff and there could be a downloads folder inside there that it not naturally goes to and i could create a picture i just don't know why i had to do a google search for why the hell can't i copy something to the pictures folder you bastards to find out that the only place where i can copy a file is a downloads folder oh man you are in for the ride of a lifetime <laughs> 
I'm going to I'm going to keep tabs on you because cuz you're you're seeing it. You're waking yeah. up. <laughs> you're waking up to the yeah. Chromebook. Honey, uh, and granted it does it does falter in some areas especially when compared to desktops, but I tell you in a couple of weeks from now when you see the ease of use, the ease of access, you're going to become a convert, Andy. No, I, I, I'm I'm already very very pleased with it. I'm not saying that this is why this is why I, I mailed it back and said I I've I've seen all I need to see after four days, sir. I said good day, sir. Uh, <laughs> yes, and yes, I'm keeping the 18 watt charger because I have other things that use USB C. That but that, that let that be a lesson to you that I'm deciding not to send back the charger. That's really cool and has those pointy sharp edges. It looks really like non Apple like, which is why I like it. Uh, it's I, I'm also I uh, I realize I have the dreaded uh, Chrome OS 69. Uh, I'm I'm grateful that I could run like uh, GIMP and other like Linux apps. That's cool, eh. but <laughs> like ish, yeah. Keep ish. going. Sorry, well, uh, but yeah, again, it's it's cool that it's 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 I I feel as though it's like when. Uh, <laughs> when when you're 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 tearing like the paneling like off of uh, the old like 1970s early 80s paneling like uh off off the basement the, the basement that uh, finally redoing it and you find like this sealed up painted over door that when you finally break through it is like an actual like pantry that's like brick lined and dirt has a dirt floor that people used to use like as a dirt as a root cellar or whatever and you're like oh Wow, this spider webs and it's like it's not even like concrete on the bottom. And it's like, but hey, well, here's a whole new like closet we didn't know we even had. So I'm I'm grateful. That's how I see Linux. That it's spiders and dirt floor and insulation that you probably need to have a mitigator come in to safely remove. But it's something you didn't have. You you weren't promised when you got it. But in, the, in you, California, we call those attics. By the way, <laughs> it's very dangerous to put things down there with their earthquakes. Called the the, the weird <laughs> twins bedroom. And feeding room. We don't. We don't need a flowers after <laughs> nine reference, Andy. Could have done without it. Bucket in the corner room. <laughs> okay. I just. I. I just. I. I'm keen to try out version seventy, partly to see if it's any more sophisticated, because I was uh, one of the problems I had was okay. So I've got. So I've downloaded this. I've downloaded the package file for for Skype. And I double click. Oh no, it doesn't double click. So I guess I'm gonna have to like install it from the command line. And <laughs> I'm thinking that well, okay, it's I've copied it into. It's in the downloads folder. I bet that the path name to it is gonna be something like user slash me slash downloads. But it wasn't in there. And then again, more Google foo. Turns out there's like this 74. Uh, character long string of random numbers and letters somewhere in the URL that points to it, and at that point my train was going to be leaving in ninety minutes. I had I could even, I felt as though I could either have a fifty do something that would leave me with a fifty fifty chance of getting Skype running on this thing, or I could shower. And I decided for the sake of all the people on the train and all the people I was going to be meeting the next day, I should probably shower. So I'm I. I I know that, and I, I realize that uh, it's such an experimental feature that you actually have to flip a switch in settings to uh, to activate the ability to run uh, to run the terminal and get get access to the command line and stuff like that. So I'm just hoping that this feature that I've been looking forward to doesn't stink. I'm hoping that it's useful. Shall we? Shall we do an ad? <sighs> we shall. I we shall do an ad. Let's do an ad. 
This episode of Material is brought to you by Linode. With Linode, you'll have access to a suite of powerful hosting options with prices starting at just $5 a month. And you'll be up and running with your own virtual server in the Linode cloud in under a minute. Linode offers industry-leading performance with native SSD storage, a 40-gigabit network, and Intel E5 processors. They now have 10 data centers spread across the world, meaning you can serve your customers even quicker than before. They have an API that allows you to easily automate tasks or develop custom applications in the cloud. And everything is manageable via the command line. All of the nodes pricing tiers feature hourly billing with a monthly cap on all plans and add-on services like backups and node balancers. Linode has fantastic pricing options available. Their plans start at just one gig of RAM for only $5 a month, and they offer high memory plans starting at, with 16 gigs of RAM. As a listener of this show, that's the Material Podcast, if you sign up at linode.com backslash material, you'll not only be supporting us, but you'll also get $20 towards any Linode plan. On the one gig of RAM plan, that's four free months. And with the seven-day money-back guarantee, there's nothing to lose here. So go to linode.com backslash material to learn more, sign up, and take advantage of that $20 credit. Or use the promo code material2018 at checkout. Thank you so much to Linode for supporting this show and Relay FM. Well, we got a uh, fast, a fast-moving story over the past week about Google and its corporate culture that it's got enough going there that you can either see it as a ball of sadness or you could see it as a ball of sadness with a small nougat center of optimism in the middle of it. Uh, there's a lot going on here. Uh, but the New York Times had uh, a very, very important story last week uh, called How Google Protected Andy Rubin, the Father of Android, quote-unquote, uh, talking about... Uh, not, it's not all about Andy Rubin, unfortunately. It is about how when... Uh, certain high-level executives at Google are accused of uh, sexual impropriety uh, with uh, employees, even employees that are under their own uh, their own command in their divisions at Google. Google does do a thorough investigation. They do take action when they find that these accusations are credible. But unfortunately, that accusation is not you're fired. Get out of here. We will send you. We will pack up your office and send them to you. And no, you do not get any of the like bonuses or golden parachutes that you were promised in your contract because you did horrible things and we had to fire you. Uh, and after a, of a certain level, if you are say an Andy Rubin, uh, you are invited to resign. Uh, in which case, you get to keep a ninety million dollar exit package. Uh, even though Google has no obligation whatsoever to pay it because of how you how you got to go. Uh, you also get a warm sending off letter, uh, and maybe they'll even invest in your one of your next companies. Uh, the story leads off with Andy Rubin uh, basically repeating that uh, Larry Page personally asked for his resignation after Google investigated a claim of uh, serious misconduct with an employee. Um, the short version you can see the uh, you can see most of the details in the article, which we've linked to. In the show notes, but basically, uh, they were in a relationship. Uh, she wanted to call it off. Uh, they met uh, for which I think that she was uh, saying it was going to be. Well, she he he got her to. He basically said, "Well, let's let's meet up, you know, and, and talk this out." Uh, pressured her into uh, into sexual activity, uh, and then she felt really as though she had been really uh, treated with, uh, let's say, extreme disrespect. Uh, and reported to Google after a couple of weeks after she thought about it and uh, 
Google did the investigation, and Larry Page personally asked for his resignation uh, and was given it. So um, for his part, Ruben, after the, this was clearly uh, this is this is the in his investigation that had been going on for quite some time. Obviously, uh, they had reached out to Google about this. The Google is quoted in the article. Uh, Andy Rubin himself tweeted on that day that, uh, quote, I never coerced a woman to have sex in a hotel room. These false allegations are part of a smear campaign by my ex-wife to disparage me during a divorce and custody battle, uh, which is fine. But the New York Times did talk to other people and didn't just simply rely on Andy Rubin's word for it. Uh, the and also you can also tell that uh, they were uh, Google was preparing for this, uh, and they were uh, Sundar Pichai and uh, Eileen Naughton, who's their uh, Google's v- vice president of people ops. Uh, on the same day, it, on the same day that this article was published, uh, published a, a stinging rebuke and, and counter argument. Oh no, no, that wasn't it. They basically said that things are things have been very very bad. We're working hard to uh, to make things better. Uh, they published. They uh, sent out a memo to uh, to staff, not not even really defending the company's conduct, but essentially talking about how in the in the years since then, which we're not talking about the 1950s, but this was two or three, <laughs> a whole two or three years ago. But saying that uh, they're they're taking a much harder line uh, since the, since then, uh, and that uh, in the past two years, uh, 48 employees uh, have been fired for sexual misconduct. Uh, over the past couple of years without any exit packages, and that number includes 13 people in uh, senior management. Uh, most of what the complaint is, though, uh, again, according to people at Google, both present and former that the New York Times talked to, is that there seems to be a culture of if you're a normal employee, yes, they'll, they'll boot you right out of there, and you're not even get, you're not going to get your free Google cap uh, out of the locker room. They're just going to boot you right out of there. But if you are a senior executive, if you are fairly high-profile that they will factor in other things, such as like with Andy Rubin uh, or with uh, Amit Singhal, the father, quote, father of search, unquote, who resigned in 2016 after other uh, consistent behavior of sexual misconduct. Uh, they will basically say, well, if we just boot this person, they, they're, they're thinking we'll, we'll go. Their signature on a, on a resignation letter and an agreement will let us uh, avoid a, a lawsuit but for uh, for wrongful termination, it will allow us to letting them keep their compensation packages. Will allow us to sign them to non compete uh, articles in uh, in a in a uh, in a disconnection document. Basically, is it better for us to make sure make sure that it is a very clean and quiet uh, disappearment? And is it okay to make thousands and thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people feel as though they've been deeply minused by finding out later on that? Again, someone was found to have been responsible for um, sexual misconduct against uh, against a fellow uh, female uh, Google employee, uh, and but you're allowed to keep about ninety thousand dollars, ninety million dollars, and basically al- allowed to keep your your public reputation intact so that you can be hired later on by by a, a larger company in a, in a excuse me a large company in a similarly well paying job. So, um, I I know how to feel about this. <laughs> which is outrage and actually no that's that's saying too much because at this point for most companies particularly in silicon valley the idea that there are separate rules for separate people uh and that the, there isn't anything close to a zero tolerance policy it is basically uh their level of outrage is not uh, attainable 
<laughs> their, their level of out, outrage is not is not uniform and uh, and reachable uh, by scale of the acts that were committed. That they're willing to essentially find out what is best for us in some way, uh, even if it hurts us in a big way, even if it puts it at risk to simply fire this person and let the press release simply say we have fired him for for misconduct. Your your reporters go ahead and try to find out what that misconduct is, but we're not going to say that this person is allowed to this, just wanted to spend more time with their family, uh, quote unquote. Uh, so I, I shouldn't I shouldn't say that I'm 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 shocked or riled up. This is really unfortunately what I expect, and I expect it. I expect things to turn around. I expect things to get better. And I this is what a uh, this is what a male who has never been the uh, on the receiving end of such uh, treatment would say it is encouraging to see that Google's decided not to try to combat this at all, but simply say, admit it, this is what happened. Uh, we are trying to do better than that. We have also, rather than just simply say, trust us, we're going to tell you about what we've been doing since then. But again, that would be what a man who has never been on the reception, that is sort of optimism that uh, I have as a luxury of not being uh, targeted that way or li- or working in such an environment could say. So I've run out of words to say because I'm frustrated. I, I keep maintaining my hope that generation after generation will be getting better at this, at treating equals as equals and treating everybody with uh, with respect. Uh, I'm hoping that I'm seeing signs that companies are seeing this uh, need to rehabilitate itself. But then there are also just no end of streams of articles like this. And one of the one of the really strong points of this article was that it didn't simply say, oh, well, and they had a really bad situation with this Andy Rubin character. But, oh, well, that's that's all behind them now. They use that just basically as a lead in to talk about this culture where there is a consistent level of misbehavior where certain behavior is acceptable for men, certainly acceptable for men who are working in a high position. Uh, and that's the that's been what they've been uh, telling people uh, who work work in that company time and time again. There are one of the uh, a, a couple of other little st- uh, specific stories. Uh, Richard Duvall, who's a director at Google X, acted very inappropriately to uh, a female uh, hardware engineer who was interviewing for a job. Uh, she did not get the job. Uh, there was uh, uh, again, I'll leave it to the New York Times to explain what he did, but it was totally inappropriate behavior uh, for an employee, let alone a job applicant. Uh, and they uh, they really just didn't do anything about it, even though there was an investigation. Uh, as a result of the uh, of the New York Times story, Duvall has actually, as of today, resigned and received no exit package. Uh, and uh, other stories about how uh, even when there is a consensual mutual relationship going on, uh, the man who is now Google's chief uh, chief lawyer and CEO of one of the Google X companies uh, had a relationship, a consensual relationship with. Uh, a not a direct employee, but a someone who worked for some, one of the department heads who worked for him. Uh, and when the relationship became longstanding and serious, they had to tell. They felt they had to tell Google about this. And the woman was basically taken aside and said, "Well, one of you is going to have to resign." And it was strongly implied that, well, it's certainly not going to be the senior executive. Uh, she stuck around at Google for another year and uh, had to leave the company. Whereas uh, the male in the the senior executive is now. Again, one of the top people at the company. So incident after incident uh, saying that this is not uh, a bad egg or a bad apple. This is a consistent lack of character and this issue on this company that goes all the way back uh, to the days of founding uh, when the founders of the company basically had a, a call girl 
who was hired as a consultant paid under Google, uh, who was just basically consulting solely with uh, one of these founders. So I, again, I try to be optimistic, but that's a luxury that only someone who doesn't live in that particular world doesn't have to see that uh, particular world directly has to deal with. Uh, and I feel as though I'm being foolish for hoping that things are being better, even though working, publicizing these things and talking about these things is the only thing that's really going to help. And for someone who just said, I'm out of words, I keep blathering on and on and on. But I think I'm you're doing a great job, Andy. Thank you for laying all of that foundation. I think I, think I know what I want to say, which is that this is just indicative of a larger movement happening. There, a lot of us are very frustrated because there is this there is this quiet system that goes on in the background um, where very powerful people are kept in power and allowed to abuse their power. And I don't want to point this out as a gender specific thing because this does happen across genders, but for the most part, a majority tend to come from the male side. The majority of the offenses tend to come from the male side, which can foster a very unsafe community and a very unsafe environment for the women and femmes who work at the company because the thing, like, you can't work comfortably somewhere if you are being sexually harassed and or assaulted, okay? And it's not fair to... It's, it's not fair. Like, a lot of this is just not fair. Uh, but this is not just something that is special to Google. This is, this is worldwide. This is humanity wide. This is a larger problem. And there are a lot of reasons that it, it perpetu perpetuates. And there's a lot of reasons it continues to exist. However, so I want to be clear, first of all, that I am standing with the victims. Um, I'm standing with those who are marching because there is a walkout planned for this week from Google employees. And apparently thousands um, have signed on to walk out. The actual numbers will be reported on soon. I know there's going to be a lot of um, Bay Area based tech journalists. They're going to be there covering it. So I'll be following it on Twitter. Um, it's kind of a it's, it's very far for me. <laughs> uh, and also, it's just not it's not a comfortable environment for everybody to go into. Uh, so just want to put that out there. And a lot of like the retweeting I'm doing is just to sort of like bring awareness to what the demands are from those who are walking out, uh, and that sort of thing. But what, what I would just really like to see is, so, you know, the Me Too movement had, it started, it kind of, it started as a very small, like grassroots campaign. And then it sort of grew as we started to see more and more, awful things come to rise. And I think where it really hit, where it really hit that like mainstream funnel was when, um, was when Hollywood eventually came down. And in a weird way, I am seeing this as like text me too time because I'm seeing a lot of this stuff coming out and a lot of it coming out from companies. And I think that is, I think this is a, opportunity for Silicon Valley to set a precedent that like the rest of the corporate world could follow. Because here's the thing, like I understand that we live in a very particular climate that, you know, encourages corporations to be corporate <laughs> for lack of better way to put it. Um, 
And so maybe this is a chance to show how it actually should be done, what a supportive work environment looks like. I really, uh, I do have to say that I appreciate that I am hearing so far that there has been support of the employees who are planning to walk out, that they're basically like, I think Sundar Pichai, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, put something out there. It said like, we are supporting the women who are planning to, you know, the people who are planning to walk out. Yes. I said, I have the quote here. Uh, they did send out a, an email uh, saying, here's a quote. Uh, Some of you have raised constructive ideas for how we can improve our policies going forward. I'm taking in all of your feedback so we can turn those ideas into action. Uh, Pichai sent the email according to two sources. This is from, I think, from the New York Times. Uh, he also said that uh, human resources would make managers aware of the event planned for Thursday, quote, and make sure that you have all the support that you need, unquote, that he wrote. So he is in full support of the walkout, he basically making sure that he that he is telling all employees and their managers everywhere that there is nothing wrong with these, anybody who feels the need or the desire to uh, join this walkout. They join it. That's with my blessing. So. So I just want to come at this as a person who has has worked for companies and know what it's like to work under a bunch of people. And if I would have seen that sort of email from my manager encouraging me to do that, I would feel I would feel supported. Now, the way to really feel supported, though, to, the way to really make your employees feel supported is by actually following through those actions. So I saw the list of demands. I think they are all they are all the things I've read like on websites about how to be like how to have work environments, you know, how to be better allies uh, to women and femmes in the work environment. And um, I would just like this is really hard stuff to talk about. This is the first time I'm talking about this out loud, by the way, because we actually put this discussion on hold. Um, on all about Android because we're kind of giving it some time to sort of like, really, we want to do it justice. And so I'm kind of practicing <laughs> what to say about it. So I appreciate you making the space for me, Andy. Thank you. <laughs> well, again, this, and I think part of the problem is that, uh, even when, even when it's people, uh, people talking, even when it's people with podcasts and, columns and with like speaker tours talking about this it shouldn't just it shouldn't be guys talking about this it's again I, uh, people like me and listeners who are like me have to even if we are 100 in support we have to appreciate that we are on the outside looking in we don't we don't live in the same world where I, I'm, as a as a journalist as a writer when i say mean things about uh, about a company there, I know that this company PR is not going to say, "How dare that man?" How dare you decide? And I know that that not the same is not true of of, of women who are in my industry. Um, I do. They did. Tw uh, there's a, uh, a Twitter a, a Twitter uh, account uh, called Google Walkout. Uh, uh, larger title: Google Walkout for Real Change. Uh, they posted, uh, f uh, as you mentioned, the five real changes. Uh, the walkout is at November first tomorrow at eleven ten a.m. Uh, I believe Pacific, uh, under the hashtag Google Walkout. And you're right; they're 
they're nothing they're not none of these are ridiculous it's asking for number one an end to force arbitration in cases of harassment and discrimination this is the corporate practice that is kind of universal that says hey look if there's a problem you agree that you don't go to the civil courts you don't go to the uh, rampant in silicon valley exactly. rampant in corporations this is how they this is how they clear their record Right. basically, you, so that nobody finds out about it. It's you, effectively paying the victims. Right. You you go to a room that we own and someone that we have hired gets yeah. to decide on, as opposed to, it, quote, it's so, it getting out of hand, as a corporation might say. Yeah. So, that's, so they're asking for an end uh, to force arbitration. Number two, a commitment to end pay and opportunity inequity. Uh, a reminder that uh, amongst the many mm -hmm. uh, stories like this that we've been talking about for the past couple of years is the idea of two engineers with the exact same qualifications, the exact same experience. Uh, or sometimes where uh, one and where one is a man, one is a woman, even when the woman has far more experience and far more uh, agility uh, in that job. The man, male engineers hired into a track where they could be promoted, promoted, promoted to the upper echelons of the company, whereas the female engineer is doing things like customer support where you can go to a certain level but no higher. So this is not just as – this is a complicated uh, thing, and I don't mean that as a way of saying that it should be difficult. It should be difficult to solve. I'm saying that this isn't just a, a – a, Again, the luxury of people who are outside the situation is thinking, oh, well, they got rid of that Andy Rubin character. Thank goodness, because it was all great, except for, no, it's a pervasive problem. Number three, a publicly disclosed sexual harassment transparency report. Also mm -hmm. good and important. Number four, a clear, uniform, globally inclusive process for reporting sexual misconduct safely yep. and anonymously. Globally uniform. Yeah. And anonymity is an important thing. And it, yep. it's because, uh, if you're if so many times uh, people who are victims of abuse do you, they have to they have to navigate that decision tree of how much worse will my life be both at this company and at any company I try to get hired by after this if it is publicly known that I'm I was making these uh, these uh, these accusations um, and uh, number five. Uh, elevate the chief diversity officer at Google to answer directly to the CEO and make recommendations directly to the board of directors. In addition, appoint an employee representative to that board. Hmm. This all just sounds like uh, smart. Does this all sound like smart solutions to a problem that is really rampant and that is not that is not going to change because it's a societal it's it's a huge mar on society like it's just it's just the way that we have been molding the clay and we're trying really hard now to break that clay that has hardened and it's taking a lot of work to chip away at it and one of the ways to set the precedent for that is by doing the right thing and so i'm just hoping that that what a great opportunity for google especially like in the midst of all this bad press that it has going on i mean just thinking it from a business perspective to take like the social justice route and just say like we are going to do the right thing with our employees i that would speak volumes it would it's yeah and i cuz at least at least protect your employees like protect all those people that are there doing all that work for you that are that are um that are sacrificing their time and their energies for the products that are being made and that are coming out of that camp. You should treat your employees better. You should make it a safe space for them, especially if you want them to continue to 
come and be inventive and, you know, make your products better. And you keep saying you want to make products for the people. Well, then everybody needs to feel like they belong there. Yeah, it's and also I've uh, I, I feel as though like my brain has a fixed amount of bandwidth that has to be distributed amongst everything that I have to deal with over the course of the day. Why would you want any of your employees to be expending any of that bandwidth on their own safety, both their career safety and their personal safety, if there's anything that you could do about it? So, um, exactly. And uh, uh, yeah, that's it. It's, uh, it's really, is that simple? Um, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to this unfolding actually, which is kind of why I'm holding back a bit too on what to say, but also I'm holding back because this is like a really, this is a bigger problem. Yeah. And this is bro culture is rampant in Silicon Valley. This is like, yes, I know everybody says that everybody knows this, but this is good. More stuff is going to come out because now we have, we have made it. We've opened those floodgates and said like, you know what, if this has happened to you, you should come out and say something like we're going to make this room for you now. And so now people feel like they have the room to say these things. And so that's why this is all coming out now and ahead. Um, And I should also I also just want to end by saying and my part of the opining on this whole thing that um, I think it was very poor form for Andy Rubin to tweet uh, before the weekend. I (laughs) I'm sorry. I just. No. Uh it, absolutely. It, <laughs> that, not, I think not I, good, I think that, Bob. I think I think that's I think that speaks something about his character that um You just don't you, do it. You had you had the option of saying nothing. Is, exactly. is where I'm going to. Just say nothing and hire your lawyers. Uh, <laughs> at that point, like you should be talking to your lawyers, not to Twitter. Um and you know, it is going to change the conversation the conversation should change around him uh, because because it's not cool. It's not cool, Bob. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and yeah, and and you make such a great point that um, a lot of it's difficult, bordering on impossible, to be the lone person who identifies this problem and sticks their neck out. And the fact that other people are uh, have experienced this and have not spoken up before says nothing negative about them you're just you everyone has to make the correct choice for them you have to keep yourself safe you have to do what you have to do for yourself um this as uh, it becomes a few uh, barriers get removed more and more as more and more voices when you're not the one person who's talking you're uh, adding to the chorus of people there's so many times where you can a company or the press or public opinion you know you can you can you have the you can pick and choose if it's just one person saying but the more people step forward the harder it is to say to deny the fact that again this is a cultural problem uh, yeah. at a company at an ind- in an industry and the entire country and then in the entire world uh, and that's you don't solve anything if you don't identify the problem uh, i really i really do recommend that people check out this uh, google walkout uh, twitter feed uh, because uh, it's only uh, again we're t- we're t- we're recording uh, at midnight uh, on Tuesday slash Wednesday, uh, and already there's a picture posted from uh, Google Singapore, I think, uh, with a just 
lobby just packed with men and women uh, who are participating in the walkout. Yeah, a photo coming straight from our office in Singapore uh, just after noon on uh, the 1st of November. Uh, they also posted a picture of a uh, very well-designed, I might say, uh, uh, blue and white uh, flyer uh, that are their people are being encouraged to print out and leave on their desks when they do the walkout saying, hi, I'm not at my desk because I'm walking out in solidarity with other Googlers and contractors to right. protest sexual harassment, misconduct, lack of transparency, and a workplace culture that's not working for everyone. I'll be back at my desk later. And in, in like a nice handwritten font, hi, I walked out for real change. So... It's it's a lot. It's a lot yeah. of stuff. Uh, and I will say that just because um, I know that Ruben is the godfather of Android. And so that's like that's just kind of his title. But, uh, you know, I I don't talk to my godfather. <laughs> So, uh, and I have one. I'm Greek Orthodox. Uh, he dunked me in the tub and everything. Uh, <laughs> it's really hard stuff to talk about. Oh, man. But I kind of feel like we should just kind of roll out of this. <laughs> just kind of roll on out. Yeah, let's just let's just roll on out. Oh. Let's just roll on out. Uh, I mean, this is going to be continually updating and we're probably going to update on it again. And I've said what I can say on the matter. Yeah. And uh, I just want to. Shout out to our editor, Jim, right now for editing my emotion, <laughs> for editing this and for being such a great editor. Yay, Jim. That we can have these kind of conversations and have it sound just seamless. And like we knew what the heck we were saying the whole time. <laughs> well, let, let's let's end on a lighter note. Uh, you know how uh, pe one of people's biggest complaints about the Pixel 3 XL is that they're, they've got such an enormous honk and notch that is almost impossible to ignore? Well, it looks like uh, Google has heard these complaints and responded with a bug that puts a second enormous notch <laughs> on the screen. No, this is not a, an Onion article. Uh, first, there was a bug that was causing a second identical-looking like blob of black to appear in uh, landscape uh, on the long edge of the screen to join the one that's naturally at the top of the other edge of the screen, uh, which meant that and as tech bloggers all around the world who have a contractual minimum number of posts to make that hallelujah all i have to do is have to do is cup, cut copy paste one of these screen images off of twitter and i've got a three three uh right three uh paragraphs of very easy snark <laughs> and i can go home at the end of the day uh <laughs> google has said that a fix is coming uh but this might be one of those bugs that's kind of too funny to fix they they, they I, I would love you I, people wanted your notch so they you gave you two notches like there you go Take it. Well, yeah, exactly. Take it or leave you, it. You liked it so much on the Apple month on the Apple yeah. product. I see if if I were if I were working if I were responsible for uh, for like this part of the UI, I would make it an easter egg. I I'd, I'd put something in there so that you could put a new notch wherever you want on the screen. Exactly. Even if even if you had to restart to get rid of them, I would say, "Oh, no, 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 no. Remember, you're the one who tapped the version number 12 times, not 13, not 11, and then waited 5 seconds." You're going to have to restart if you want these 17 notches off of your screen. <laughs> uh, 
Well, I think that's going to be it for Material 175. Uh, once again, if you have any questions, comments, observations, suggestions for public or for private, uh, go to relay.fm slash material and you can send us an email. Uh, you can also sign up for a membership in which you get to help us out monetarily above and beyond what you uh, so so nicely are able to do by listening to our ads and, and more often than I would have guessed, actually acting upon them. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, anything else we should mention? Yeah, probably. Not. Oh, we can uh, try check us out on uh, if you anytime you tweet something and include the Material Podcast uh, account at uh, at Material Podcast, we will probably almost certainly see that almost immediately. Oh, we'll see it. We'll see I it. know I haven't been updating the Twitter, and I'm sorry. I just we we listen. We don't talk. I haven't quite put so much. I haven't put that on the I haven't put that on the list of things. Listen, there's just so much to do. <laughs> we talk so much as as it is, but we do. But we do read the tweets. So anytime yep. you, I always have a column going. On on tweet deck so i always see if you're shouting us out i see all of your comments and i try and like them to let you know that we saw them so thank you for continuing to interact with us and leaving us comments and for being members um it makes us happy it really does it honestly does uh if people haven't gotten enough of the amazing florence ion this week <laughs> uh where else can the what else we got in the next week you can you can talk about uh, I actually worked on, I actually, so I've been doing a lot of personal projects lately, but I did manage to put up a little write-up on the Google Home Hub and what my favorite feature about it is. Obviously, it's the photo album feature, so go read that at reviewed.com. And you can find that link actually through my website at florenceion.com. Hooray. Uh, and I'm going to be on uh, WGPH Boston Public Radio on Friday talking about a half hour's worth of stuff, probably uh, if I get my wishes, <laughs> including part of what we were talking about today, uh, but also whatever it is that Apple decided to show off yesterday uh, and other sundry tech and policy and commercial mm -hmm. topics. Uh, and you can also check me out uh, at I'm Anatko on Twitter and Anatko on Instagram. Uh, and other places like that to find out other things that I am uh, that's distracting me from actual paying work. Uh, thanks, everybody, so much for listening to us this week. We hope you tune in again next week. Until then, have an awesome seven days, and I hope you had enough Halloween candy left over either from the output bowl that you had for trick or treaters coming to you, <laughs> or, or by or by t or by telling telling your kids. Oh no! This probably you can't have this. This is too sweet for you. Oh, a marathon! Oh, full size Snickers bar. Oh, well, that's that's way too much for you. We're gonna have to we have to put it in that bowl that we're sending to the disadvantaged orphan Youth. kids sure, on sure. Mars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, my parents tried to pull that a few times. That's a terrible lie, by the way. Don't use that lie, please. <laughs> <It's> like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm taking your candy because I'm bigger than you and I have more power. No, no, no. Just be honest. I'm taking your candy because I'm bigger than you. Anyway, <laughs> I'm taking your I'm taking your candy because I got I I trick or treated as many houses as you did, and I didn't get a single piece of candy. I'm gonna trick or treat you just for this Snickers bar and for exactly. nothing else. There's your excuse. How, how, about, how about all the times like, like we went food shopping together, and you decided to trick or treat me like right at the cash register, holding up a Snickers bar that you already took a bite out of that I then had yeah, to pay for exactly. Well, we'll just, we'll just take, we'll just remove this from the amount of money you owe me for all the Snickers bars you put your lips on. Okay, thanks everybody. See you next week.